From the poorhouse to the palace, Bethel Baptist Church is pleased to bring you this uplifting program hosted by Dr. Doug Castle. Please stay with us and open your heart as Dr. Castle opens God's Word. Today we begin chapters 5 and 6, and in these chapters in Zechariah, we, we must pay close attention. And I know that's hard to do sometimes in a daily radio broadcast, you might miss a day, but I'm convinced that you'll get something uh, out of this if you pay close attention. And as we go along in these prophecies, and we're coming down to the last three visions here, um, we are given less interpretation of the prophecies all the time. So the question is, how do we solve this? And I would say this. Apocalyptic scripture, which is what we're looking at, always de defines apocalyptic literature. The Bible is its own best commentary. And uh, a lot of times I've had preachers ask me, uh, what books do you read? And I, I read a few. But I'm going to tell you what, most, most of this we get just by going through the Bible and comparing spiritual with spiritual, line upon line, precept upon precept. So I want to take you to the vision of the flying scroll today and read the first four verses uh, here. And the, the Bible says this, Then I turned and lifted up mine eyes, in Zechariah 5, and looked, and behold, a flying roll. And he said unto me, What seest thou? The angel asked that question to Zechariah. In Zechariah, he said, and I answered, I see a flying roll. The length thereof is 20 cubits. That's about 30 feet long. And the breadth thereof, 10 cubits. That's about 15 cubits wide. By the way, that's the exact dimensions uh, of the uh, Holy of Holies. And uh, then he said unto me, this is the curse that goeth forth over the face of the whole earth. For everyone that stealeth shall be cut off as on this side according to it. And everyone that sweareth shall be cut off as on that side according to it. One guy was stealing on one side of this roll and the other guy was uh, um, swearing on the other side. And God said, I'm going to cut off the thief and the cusser. And I will bring it forth, saith the Lord of hosts, and it shall enter into the house of the thief and into the house of him that sweareth falsely by my name, and it shall remain in the midst of his house and shall consume it with the timber thereof and the stones thereof. Now this vision is given to the Jews, but it includes the Gentiles. As Israel is cleansed and anointed by the Spirit in chapter 4, so her sins must be removed as found here in chapter 5. We clean God's man up in chapter 4. Now we've got to clean up the nation. <clears throat> and Zechariah saw a flying scroll, and the scroll is not rolled up. It's open. It measures, again, 30 lo feet long and 15 feet wide. The, again, the same measurement of the holy place within the temple, the place of blessing. In this, but this scroll is a curse. Israel had broken the third uh, and the eighth commandments of the Ten Commandments. They had taken God's name in vain, and they had stolen. Now, these are not the only sins of the people, but representative that man has sinned against God and mankind. And it's a personal vision that deals with individuals. And by the way, I bet people that are listening today, even though this was written to Jews, there are people that have uh, sinned against God and sinned against mankind. I'm sure I'm speaking to that fellow today. And on the one side of the roll is man sinned against God, the first table of the law given to Moses. On the other side is written man sinned against mankind, the second table of the law. There were four commands in the Ten Commandments written to God's relationship with man. Uh, the number of man's relation, four is the number of the earth, God's relationship to man on the earth, and then six commands on the other side. The six is the number of man, Revelation tells us. Now, many, listen, many Jews did not believe in individual judgment. They only believed in national judgment. Now, they were wrong. But God sends a message to the whole world, including the Jews, that he's going to cut off 
those that are found guilty of breaking his law. If you're guilty on one side as a thief, he's going to cut you off. If you're found guilty on the other side of the scroll as a blasphemer, he's personally going to cut you off. God said he would enter the homes of the thieves and the blasphemers and sit in the midst and consume them. And here again, we are reminded that the law does not bring any into salvation. It brings to salvation. The law won't bring you into salvation. It brings you to salvation. The law won't save you. It'll just show you you need to be saved. And I wonder how many of God's homes have been destroyed by God's people that take God's name in vain. And by the way, I just don't even say things like, oh my gosh, and golly, why? Because I think you're just cheating and you might as well, you're just no different than saying, oh my God. By the way, don't let people on television curse in your home either. Nevertheless, nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having the seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. And let them not be named. Amen. Of, na of those that name the name of Christ, taking Christ's name in vain. Do you take Christ's name and then bear it in shame? That's blasphemy. And it's vanity to have the name of Christ and not his nature. And it's wrong for a Christian to not have a Christian home. And that means, again, a family altar and Christian education and going to church and sharing the gospel and serving the Lord. Oh, what about the thief? Oh, people love to steal from the government. They love to cheat on their taxes. And if you break your neck, uh, you cannot get disability. Uh, but if you're socially dysfunctional, you can retire at the age of 20. Amen. Everyone's socially dysfunctional. A lot of people don't like the people they work with. Good night, but we all go to work anyway. But you steal from the government. When, when you should all be there working. And I look, not everybody's on disability. I, I, I say there's some that I know they need it and they, they have to have it and they can't get by without it. But most of most, most y'all people out there, everybody's back hurts, everybody's neck hurts, and everybody has problems that don't like working with the guy next to you. Shut up and go to work, man. Now, let me tell you something. First five years my wife and I were married, we qualified for just about every kind of welfare available. We didn't know it. And I was working for a Baptist church, amen. I made nothing, and I never took one single food stamp. I never took the food card now. I never took WIC. We never applied for housing assistance. You all okay? I went to work. God pay. I didn't live on a credit card, and I just trusted that God would do what he said and supply all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I prayed. You know what? We had a house, and we had food, and we ate. Not always what we wanted. Well, I get ticked off in the line following these bums that go up there, and they're wearing better clothes and buying steaks and monster drinks and, and sugar drinks and kids in there using their parents' welfare card and drink those things as bad as liquor and drugs, in my opinion. And uh, but and we're eating beanie weenies and hot dogs and macaroni and cheese, and, and I've, I've I've had one. I've had only one time in 15 years of marriage that we had a, a quarter of a beef. One time. Some of y'all can't handle that. But I'm alive today, and I weigh a little more than I ought to. Amen. I ate what God gave me. By the way, it tastes better when you work for it. Got too many people stealing today. And stealing. We need to raise a generation that knows how to eat peanut butter, and macaroni and cheese, and and roadkill once in a while. Amen. And spam and split pea soup and and them old. Uh, man, my mom used to send them old. Uh, Oh, what did we call them things? Uh, uh, those oatmeal crackers. Uh, I forget what we call them. I can see them things. Boy, I can see that little Amish guy's head on there. Uh, and, and peanut butter on those. Rice cakes, that's what they were. And navy beans and black-eyed peas and, and fried egg sandwiches. And tastes better than steak if you eat what God provided and you got it honest by work and not a thief. By the way, my dad could have got all that junk too, but dad worked. And we, we, we ate poor, but we were rich. Amen. And I can't tell you the number of times through the years I've not been able to get people to church because someone in this church was a thief with money. 
We live in a small town. Name and character are worth more than gold. And if, you, if you're a thief and you don't pay your debts to your people in town, you're a poor testimony to Christ. And many people have lost a better name. Many lost people have a better name than some Christians. And the Bible says a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. We've got people that cheat and run up their bills and don't pay them. And then you expect someone to come to your church. God help you. I know, I know Christians who cheat more than the lost and cheat other Christians. And Christians bank on the... The Christians bank on the spirit and the demands of Christians' forgiveness from other Christian businessmen. That's not right. Be honest. The, you, let me tell you something. You're, you're going to have to deal with sin personally in your life. And maybe I didn't get on your sin today. I got, I got 10 minutes to, to, to deal with the whole world. But God named these two things. And I have confidence that when I'm speaking on these two things, that if you've sinned against God or you sinned against man, God will reveal your sin to you today. And, and you know what? Let me tell you something. You're going to need that daily cleansing. You're going to need cleansing to have communion. Individual cleansing. Not just national cleansing. Individual. And I hope you'll keep short accounts with God and that you'll confess your sins today, be right with God, and live and walk in that spirit. Amen. My time is gone for today. And we're going to see the vision of the woman in the ephah when we come back next week. And you join us as the Lord gives you an opportunity. God bless you until our time again. And I hope you'll be faithful to a good house of the Lord this coming Lord's Day. May the Lord bless you until our time next week. No longer a pauper in rags of poverty. You've been enjoying the program from the poorhouse to the palace. Find Pastor Castle's Bible commentaries and other resources when you visit the website bbclinton.com. Archive broadcasts of this radio program are available at wytjradio.com. Listen to the latest broadcast wherever you are or catch up on what you missed whenever you want by subscribing to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Just search From the Poorhouse to the Palace. From the poor-